Texas Spirits started with Tito's Handmade Vodka. We were the first legal distillery in Texas. Still Texas-made and owned. Still making the smoothest juice around. Remember, just because it looks like vodka doesn't mean it tastes like Tito's. 40% alcohol by volume, 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. Well, let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Clearish eyes, full stomachs, can't stop being losers. Is that how the saying goes? Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Something like that. Uh, We're back. It's the CJ Morgan Show. Full force because Emily is no longer uh, a COVID cutie. She's (coughs) now back to being a Longhorn hottie. Yes, this is true. I am tested negative, uh, which was great. It was weird. I texted my parents and I sent them a... um, a negative a COVID test. And my mom said, in this case, I'm glad you were negative. And I said, when would you want me to be positive? And she didn't respond. I think she wants me to have kids. Oh, she, <laughs> oh no. Mom. It can like, look mom. like a pregnancy test. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're zany mother. Uh, well, she was also around you quite a bit leading up to this. but uh, Yes, she was. But she already had COVID the week before, so she didn't give me COVID. She tested negative. It's all confusing. Just everybody be safe. I've out been there. sick for like three weeks on and off, and I don't know if it's meningitis, mono, yeah, boredom, allergies. But I, I body die. I keep getting the COVID tests, which are very expensive now. They are. They're like, like seven, ten or eleven dollars. Seven to <laughs> seven, one. Eleven for per pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and spending and I both, you know, didn't feel well, but both tested uh, negative. So here we are. You're you're full on healthiest show. Emily, do you know when you joined us full time that you were joining the least healthy show in America? Uh, I did, uh, I did not, far. but I mean, the fact that I got COVID the first couple of weeks of working with you. Full um, time, yeah, because yeah. you've always been a part of the show, but yes. now you're, you're here all day, every day. Yeah, uh, the show started initially uh, with a week off because I broke my spine. <laughs> um, That's uh, right. We had a week <laughs> off. Yeah, we started a week later than the show was intended to start. Um, then Matt had a stroke. Yes, I remember, then I remember that. I missed a week because of COVID. Spencer had a concussion. It's just been, it's been nonstop. <sighs> so it was my turn. This was my initiation, getting COVID and then forcing you guys to frantically figure out what, we, what you were going to do. Well, like yeah. I said in text, we got to stop kissing. I know. Because if one of us is feeling sick and we, we all do our pre-show kiss. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. the same without a kiss. It I isn't. know. But I missed it, kissing today. You guys can tell listening when we haven't kissed the day of, of an actual show. It's yeah. not as good. Well, yeah. Yeah, because it's it's part of just a group encouragement, but it also helps moisturize our lips. That's yeah. true. We talk better. Uh, so things might sound a little different, but it's better than getting sick. Welcome it, back yeah, yeah. to a full-ass, full-on show, Emily. I'm, Thank you. I'm very happy. You guys held down the fort great, I heard. Actually, I didn't hear. I was too sick. There I was, to the show. It was a blanket fort yeah. back at your house. Uh, things, things went well. And now uh, you, you picked the week because you were... Knew you were going to get COVID. Yes. You picked the week that was maybe the cheapest because you have a Beyonce concert. Yep. And a bachelor party in New Orleans. Yes. And what's even more exciting (laughs) is if we know this half-assed COVID science, technically you can't get sick for another month. Actually, technically, I can't get sick for another three. You've got the antibodies. Which means ACL Fest. I'm kissing everybody. I'm kissing everyone at ACL Fest. Come see Emily and kiss, kiss, kiss.
Not remembering 9-11 and remembering before 9-11. Today is the latest because obviously on this day in history, one of the most tragic and ground-shaking, life-changing moments that have ever happened in the history of the United States, the September 11th attacks on our, our country. Uh, now, I feel like everything has been done before when discussing this day in history in some sort of way, especially in radio. So I thought, Emily, because you're so much younger than we are and we're old and crusty, you could just ask us questions about what life was like before 9-11. Yeah. Because it really did change a lot of things. I was, I believe it was 2001, so I was three years old. Uh, and so I don't really remember anything. So yeah. you forgot. That's what they say is you do not stop remembering. Yeah. But I was alive. So that counts for something, mm-hmm. right? You know, like I was a part of history. And it probably when I was one, I got to experience one or two uh, going on a plane before 9-11, but I wasn't sentient yet, so I, I can't remember anything. So I always see, my first question, I guess, is I always see people in movies, in the 80s especially, running up to the front of the plane to drop people off, you know, when they're like, no, let me go save you so you don't get on this plane because I love you so much. And did you ever do that? Like, did you ever get to go basically to the front of the plane with somebody? Not the inside of the plane, but like... All the way to the, the gate. gate. The gate, yeah. yeah. Every, every time... used to be where you picked up people when they got off the yeah, plane. Yeah, that's would, insane. You yeah. would that's wait when so they got insane. off the plane and you're, uh, to see your grandma, your mom, whoever was flying back. Yeah, you would go up there. I In high school, my friends and I, we would ride the little tram around the airport in our city. For fun? For fun, you know, you know, you're bored when you're in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what are we gonna do? We would we ride the Walmart. tram around, and we'd just go from concourse <laughs> to concourse and wander around. You'd buy chips and soda at the snack places and wander around and kind of ima- so you just would go to the airport for and fun. The only thing you needed to do to get close to the gates was to go through a metal detector. So it was kind of like going to oh, I don't know, a concert. Yeah, they they mm. still had the conveyor belt, but there was no TSA. No. It was like a couple of uniformed security guards. Pretty simple. That's crazy. Yeah. So the liquids rule didn't how, exist. There's none of that. Really? Yeah. So you, I could I could literally bring an entire bottle of shampoo in my carry on, and people you would could not drink look at me the funny. shampoo right there on the plane. Back <laughs> and in people the day. wouldn't look at me funny. Huh? That's true. Yeah. Wow. You didn't used to have to take your shoes off. Uh, none of that. Yeah. And uh, and now that all came from sus- successive uh, terrorist attempts. Yeah, uh, there was the shoe bomber, the, shoe and the underwear bomber, the and things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's when they started paying attention to things. I think before, prior to that, people were like, "Well, nobody would ever blow up their own plane because it would be instant doom for them." Now uh, there were hijackings. We you yeah. worried about that? You, you were didn't s- really worry about that because it rarely ever it happened. Rarely, you would see it on the news. Mm. What about when you were on the plane? Because I guess that's I, I've heard about the gates. I've heard about all of the other stuff. But when you're on the plane, what are some differences that you remember? Because you can smoke. Yeah, you can smoke. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That was, that was no. They just no. got no. rid of that. That was not nine But yes, yes. That, <laughs> I don't know of a lot of differences really on the plane, other than. I feel much more secure now because I do feel that there's an unspoken code that if someone gets out of hand, mm-hmm. 
that where there's a civil code. We're all getting involved in this yeah. immediately. Yeah. Hey, I hey, would, but now it's you just pull out your phone and start videotaping oh, them. Oh, yeah. like the girl on the plane. Oh, man. Um, it was funny. I was talking to my boyfriend about this, and he's a couple of years older than me. And, you know, the joke is, oh, if she doesn't remember 9-11, she's too young. And it's funny because he remembers 9-11, but I do I don't because we just are just You're a couple years. I'm too young. But he was telling Jail me bait. that one of the things he got to do that he probably will never get to do again in his life is when he was a kid, he went on a plane to go somewhere, I guess, to Florida. And uh, the pilot you, let you, him go up to oh, the yeah. front. Yeah. yeah. Regularly, <laughs> kids would get to go sit in the cockpit. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, that is a big memory for me. And like, I love space. I love NASA. Like, I used to, he interned for them and stuff. And so he was like, I was really inspired by that one experience that I had. And I know that I'm probably one of the last few kids that ever got Absolutely to do that. Absolutely. Probably one of the last. What, uh-huh. what else besides uh, the travel industry is the big thing, but there's. There's got to be more, and I brought this subject in, and then it all slipped my mind. I have a question for you, Emily. Yeah. Because, you know, I was a stand-up comic for a long time, and there, for those of us with gallows humor, one of the way we deal with anything that's uh, tragic or feels bad is to joke around, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, the terrorists win. Um, <laughs> what I'm wondering is, did you, were you ever brought up like did they talk about it in school were you ever brought up with any kind of reverence or oh that's not a date that you should make a joke about because i know that people would get even 10 years after would get violently angry in oh, comedy definitely. clubs if somebody made any kind of joke even a lot of times when the joke was obviously very curative mm-hmm. people would still be like that you can never ever talk about that yeah no definitely i mean growing up you know i was three whenever it happened and so by the time that i hit elementary school they still, for some reason, tried to make it so that it was like a yearly thing you did in school where there was some sort of remembrance where it was like, oh, here you get a, a little piece of paper and you can write, you know, something that makes you anxious about traveling or whatever. Okay. And and so they kind of indoctrinated that into our brains for the entire time that like, oh, when 9-11 happened, we had a pizza party. So it was like a good, bad thing that they let us celebrate, but also just remember. And it was just always in the curriculum. Yeah, my Um, son is stoked because today's red, white, and blue day at school. Yes, see? They always do that. The only red pants he had uh, were uh, some, like, pajama pants, so we got to wear those. And he's just stoked because he's like, oh, (laughs) 9-11's a day where I get to be comfortable. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if that's the underlying message we're going for. What pairs well with red wine? Apologies and baby making, of course. Right? This is bad, right? Is it? Well, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm going to give you three different stories that I found on the internet because I can't decide. Is this bad or not? Uh, Because the internet always makes me think some weird things. So we'll get started with probably one of the most viral things that you saw. Danny Masterson, who played who in that 70s show? Hyde. Hyde, Hyde, Hyde. Um, was convicted of rape. I believe it was 30 years or more in prison. Um, and it was shown that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters to the judge on his behalf, which made a lot of people very upset. So they came out with an apology video. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. 
We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. And I guess the thing with this video, um, it didn't seem to fix anything. Very scripted. A lot of people are saying, oh, this is super popcorn reading PR stuff. A lot of lawyer Uh talk. Uh, I I mean, I just got to say it, Ashton Kutcher, clearly a better actor than Mila Kunis because she was really reading off that prompter and he he seemed a little more relaxed with it but yeah it's making people upset because it's like wow now you, yeah. you wrote these letters now you is gave this, this legitimate? weird opinion yeah is this uh, so what do you think is this bad right uh, i think so um i mean they should have just stayed out of it you think not it's even written the letter and the to family with? asked him to write the letter yeah. and it's Look, it's a tough mm, thing man this apology would have gone better if they just had bullet points and improvised around it it sounded way too forced and like rehearsed maybe if they had apologized better but yeah is it yeah. bad sure oh, this is bad, bad, bad. right did you know that Musk, Elon Musk, and Grimes have another child uh, yeah, together? I, I thought they were done, but they're still hooking up. Uh, no, 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 no. They're not necessarily hooking up despite their, them describing their relationship as fluid or whatever. But Elon Musk has confirmed uh, that they have had a third child together. And it has a bizarre name once again. Uh, for those of you that don't remember their first child's name was XAEA-XII. Don't know how to pronounce that. Robo name. Uh, Their other child was named Exa Dark Sidrail Musk. And then (laughs) this third child is named Techno Mechanicus. Mechanicus? Techno Mechanicus. Didn't know he had three. Just thought he had one with Grimes. But Emily, are you going to ask if this is bad? I'm going to ask, is this bad? Bad. In every way, the world's already overpopulated. It's distracting from what an a-hole Elon Musk is, and it's preventing us from getting some good music from Grimes, which That's is true. all we want. That's true. Right? Now we've got our last This Is Bad, right? A little bit of a wine cleanser. 600,000 gallons of red wine is flowing through the, a Portuguese town Hell yeah. uh, after a spill right now. You can look at the videos online. We can retweet it at CJ Morgan Show. But there's just wine pouring through the streets right now. Um, or I guess it happened bad on Sunday. The, it could still happen. Bad for the town's economy. Great for morale. Yes. And also probably bad for the environment. But it's red wine. Man. So can this be bad? No. Right? No this way at all. All love it, and uh, yeah, we'll put that out there at CJ Morgan Show. Mm, makes me want to drink again. No, I love red wine. That's bad if I drink again. Are you talking to your kids enough? <laughs> Matt Bearden's joining us again for the parent pickup here on the CJ Morgan Show. If you're in the line getting your kids, uh, this is the time. When we educate you on such things, but also for everyone. Yeah, I was reading about this and then discussing it with my wife and some other friends over the weekend. And I was kind of shocked. Because hearing from my friends, they're like, yeah, we never ate dinner together. And I don't really know how much I even ever talked to my parents. I, I, I sat down at a table every night with fam, whether I wanted to or not. And there was always some kind of discussion going on. 
And it's awkward to me when you sit with some families and they don't talk at all. I'm wondering what kind of fams you guys were in. Did you guys do much discussion around a dinner table? We were a, uh, we had TV trays. Okay. And we usually watched like The Simpsons or whatever lineup was on Fox, but always towards the end of dinner or the end of the night, Simpsons were on because my mom would be like, oh, I hate this show. It's so, <laughs> and she would get out of the room. But uh, we, you know, we had a dinner table and used it when I was younger. But I think as I was probably 10, 11 ish, it became more living room. That's around the same for me. We actually used to sit around the dinner table. I remember one evening in particular we were at KFC. That was pretty exciting. Ooh, but ooh. after maybe maybe it was eight or nine, it was a little older. Yeah, we just started sitting around TV too, and the conversation, of course, was dwindled. always around whatever we were or watching. You guys were still talking. We were just talking mm, more about it. Still no. dwindled. It definitely it was mainly dwindled. To, uh, shout out real quick to KFC being like a fancy night because it was. Yeah. It, it was oh, yeah. man. It was. Yeah, even even for me too. KFC that was a fancy night. We were a church's family though. Uh, but I we did like half TV when my mom was really tired, or probably when my mom was mad at my dad. Right. And the TV <laughs> would come on. But normally we would sit around. I'm an only child, so it was like I You're don't know. Stuck. I grew up just forced to be friends with my parents so they had nobody else to talk to but me <laughs> and I don't know so we did we like to sit yeah, and I talk. get that I know that my mother would always try to drive conversation but now they talk about it I remember we had this little tiny black and white TV in the kitchen I guess it had gotten relegated to that point as it moved from whatever room to whatever you know what I mean as Man. things yeah. upgraded I used Man, to, lands on the moon a yeah. kitchen TV I used to watch movies growing up and be like who has a TV in their kitchen we had this little nice t- this little tiny like I guess what is like a 13 inch 19 inch yeah. something, 9 inch something like that it was really tiny and we could rem- I remember watching some shows on that uh, experts say one of the best ways to stay abreast <laughs> abreast of your child's <laughs> emotional experience is through daily conversations. Now, dinner table is brought up, but they say, look, it could be at bedtime. It can be while you're in the car. They're just saying you should be checking in with your kids every day to find out about their feelings and the way to cope with them. I this uh, I, you know, yeah, you can call me sexist, but I will say I think moms are better than this. I think a lot of dudes, especially in Texas and when I have conversations with other dads, they weren't. A lot of us weren't raised with that real connection, especially between dad and son, I would say. I think people are trying to get better at it each generation. I see you nodding your head there, Spenny. Where you Go throw oh, yeah. a ball with your pa. No, my dad was gone a lot when I was younger. He was yeah. working and stuff, but uh, when I was a little older, yeah, it was still kind of awkward for us. So, yeah. dad, dad was the punishment. Uh, phase branch of the parental units and I kind of thought about that like I have fond memories of my dad but then I kind of realized like it wasn't until later high school and definitely when I was in college that my dad and I like really just became buds and got along yeah I'm pretty close to my father now but it wasn't until I think I really had even taken on my own family that things started getting closer and it's a shame but you know I know that the way he grew up I don't think he had conversations with either of his parents really unless Jeez. it was some kind of reprimand really? or whatever, you know what I mean oh yeah I think it was very old school firm and uh and, yeah and I think that and I don't think that that was uncommon I really don't think that that was uncommon in his day yeah I mean that was the days of uh go go play on the streets until it gets dark out until the street lights come on or, or whatever that's you every guys day said. for me my fiance's like honey where are you <laughs> the street lights haven't come on I don't need to go home yet uh anyway uh, they say hey look having that, that strong parent-child relationship is an important protective factor that helps buffer uh, from stress in life or whatever 
And uh, I'm just getting, you know, I think everybody else knows out there knows it out there. But I just wanted to hear from you guys, too, like how, how it was when you were growing up and if you had to make adjustments later on. But, yeah, we should talk to kids, apparently. We yeah, should. You <laughs> definitely should. With the, and then the article I want to find us. is... It's like, don't go talk to strange oh, kids. No, no, no. I mean, no. you, as in if you have your kids... Turn Make sure to, to talk, talk to, to him. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah, try talking to my nephew about anything other than whatever dumbass YouTube video he's watching. Skibbity well, toilet. Yeah, get, get, talking to your kids is one thing. Getting your t- kids to talk back, whole another thing. Austin's number one beef baby, the CJ Morgan Show on 101X. Austin's getting a bigger and better drive-in movie theater. You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! Blue Starlight Drive-In is moving to a larger location. It's heading out of the Miller area or Mueller area. Uh, starting Friday, September 29th, and it's going to be up near us, kind of, sort of, uh, up in the Tech Ridge 35 area Whoa. on uh, the VFW Drive. And they say it's a lot bigger and will allow them to have, get this, multiple theaters so wow. they can show more than one movie, not just a double dip at one screen, multiple up there. And I got very excited about this and started thinking about all the great times I've had at a drive-in theater. Yeah. And then I realized I've never actually been to a drive-in movie Man, theater. What? Me either. Even never. as a kid. Yeah, yeah, I manufactured it in my head. Well, when maybe I, from watching movies or something, but I've well, never yeah. been, and I I want to go. I always would see them on movies, and then I would ask my parents if we could go to one, and they'd be like, those aren't things anymore. What? They're not. No. Yeah. I remember when one opened in Amarillo, it was a pretty big deal, but we never ended up going to that. Still exists. Uh, it's by Wonderland Park. Still shows two movies back-to-back. But I've, I've never been, and I guess, you know, you tune your radio to a low transmitter, and they either bring you a speaker box or the radio plays, like, the what's up on the movie. Oh, yeah. You watch it in your car. You uh, bring your own snacks and stuff, even though most of the time you can order food or beverages from the place you're at. Sounds pretty rad and a great chance to make out. Um, yeah. yes. Perfect date night or for the fall. a great place to bring your family because that's how I would always go see drive-in movie theaters. Oh, y'all made out? You and your mom and dad? Gross. Yes, yes, all together. <laughs> um, no, actually, in Wisconsin, I mean, up north where the weather is a lot better. Uh, you can actually have these year-round. Yeah, dr- well, no, not year-round, but, you know, a lot of the times this is a summer activity. So whenever I would go visit Wisconsin in the summer, we would go and hang out with some of my mom's friends. And they were expert, like level expert drive-in movie theater people. Yeah, what's so, the rub? What's what's so, the tip to do it? You get there early, always, because that's how you have to get the best spot, right? Sure. And yeah, yeah. now this Starlight is a little different because it is like an urban drive-in, so I wouldn't suggest this part, but we would get there early and then there's a giant field, so that's where all the kids would play, so they would bring like different uh, balls or lacrosse things and we would play before the movie would start and then what you need to do is if you can like if you can bring a wireless radio with you like a boom box so you can sit there yeah so we pop the the trunk that's great okay and yeah Yeah, because i was was thinking i would tailgate in my truck that's what you do yeah you can totally do that um at least in that one you should definitely check starlight's rules before you go and uh to theirs but you could pop the trunk and then sit in the trunk make a little 
like pillow and blanket palette or bring some chairs, sit out behind your car, bring that radio and just like have a good time. And it is a lot of fun. Hmm. I love that, that idea great. for a good fall date. And maybe we should do a show thing there and go uh, so go tailgate in our in cars. Car? Yeah, you've in got my the new car. pop open the back, yeah. play it on the speakers. Yeah. And I think at the, uh, the not only does Blue Starlight have the new location, which is definitely a drive-in feel. And again, it's opening off 500 VFW Road, uh, bluestarlightaustin.com for details. But they also have... They're calling that the central one. The central location. Basically, basically Parmer and 35 is now central Austin. Okay. Uh, But they have a downtown (laughs) one, too, that's actually on a rooftop. You've been to that one? I've been to that one. That one's a lot of fun. I've been to most of the Blue Starlights, even in their old um, locations, and they're always so much fun. One other tip is to make sure that your car is the kind of car where, like, the battery battery won't die. die. I mean, I think Blue Starlight knows that this happens all the time, so they tend to bring kits to to help you jumpstart your car, but you don't want to deal with that. Um, It's not good to run the AC for that long, but uh, also USB speakers, just so you can have your car off. You can sit outside and watch it. All right, there you go. Excited uh, Blue Starlight Austin uh, open now, a new location, bigger, Let's go. And I'm excited to actually, for reals this time, go see a drive-in movie. Welcome to another exciting week of sports. Emily, uh, currently in the lead overall 4-1, and one, but this week was a lot of fun, a lot of wackiness out there, and we brought back the Punishment Plinko board. We got a big winner. We got a big loser. Oh. But overall, how are we feeling? Big win this weekend. Emily. I know. Yeah, I... Give us your catchphrase for uh, for that. For hook em, I guess. Yeah. Is that, is that what you wanted? That's your yeah, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. She's a Hook graduate. Him, I guess. Uh, ben- I'm a graduate, but like you put a little star on it because I didn't go to a football game until CJ took me a year ago uh, after I graduated. When she was a Longhorn hottie. When yeah. she got nominated. Yeah, I was. You yeah. nominated. You nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thank you. I, <laughs> I don't know. It, it happened in the stands. Uh, on top of that, not just a huge Texas win. I was reflecting on that later, What, how this was one of the biggest wins in program history. And I know, Sark, everyone, you shouldn't make too much of it. Texas is not back. Texas being back means they make the college football playoffs this year. To me, that's the clear line of if you can say Texas is back or not. I don't even think winning the Big 12 alone is enough. Anyhow. People just me being in saying a, that. Me being in a really good mood on a Saturday night after, because of the Longhorns is great. back. That's okay? so rare. That's not a thing that I've done in a long time. That was back. Me uh. being really excited all day Sunday, that's back. <laughs> me trolling people that are strangers on Twitter from another school, that's, that's back. back. Yeah. Uh, me not having to fix some sheetrock in a garage, that's, that's back. back. Wow. Actually, that's when Texas was back. That would happen, shamefully. Anyhow, on top of that, let's get another Emily catchphrase. A former Longhorn uh, scored his very first NFL touchdown. Emily. Bring me the Bijan, Dijon. Yay. Uh, Bring me the Dijon, Bijan. Dang it, I messed it up. That's it. I got too excited. That's the name of one of my fantasy teams. Uh, Emily and and Jason used to come up with great catchphrases. But let's uh, Mm -hmm. get to that bet. I almost did the same thing Matt did and picked Alabama, so I'd be happy either way. We had Texas was a seven-point underdog, so you could choose Texas and seven points or Bama. Uh, Matt incorrectly chose Bama, but he doesn't care. I don't care. It does not matter. Gotta win. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Don't care. Happy to lose that one. Uh, So much fun. Emily also chose Alabama. No! But for the same reason. She, right? Because now you're excited Texas won. Yeah, so excited. Hope Uh, I guess. Spencer. 
Ding, ding, ding. CJ. We did it, CJ. And the people. Uh, we asked our listeners in a poll. Uh, all chose Texas as well. Uh, let's go down the road to San Antonio. UTSA and Texas State, 12 and a half points. Texas State did lose to UTSA. However, the uh, they only lost by, I think, seven. Seven. And uh, Matt, incorrect with that one. Emily, Spinny, CJ, all correct. We did it. Yay. Eat them up, cats. Eat them up. Eat uh, them the up. people chose UTSA. And last but not least, in fantasy football, I asked all the people listening, I asked my coworkers, Matt, Emily, Spencer, who's going to win in fantasy football, CJ or Jason? Matt chose Jason. Emily chose Jason. Spinny chose Jason. CJ, having a little self-esteem for once, I chose CJ. I chose Aww, me. Uh, the people also chose Jason. Uh, and though Dang. the uh, fantasy football still has a game tonight, uh, I think we're safe to saying um, a quick question just about the history of this fantasy football league at 101X. Okay. How many championships does Jason Dick have? One of the most noted sports guys in history of this radio station. I'll how- say zero or one. Correct. 0.0. How many championships do I, CJ Morgan, hold? How many rings are on my finger right now? I'll one. say three. Three. Oh. oh. Three championship rings for fantasy football. Uh, CJ, soundly. Defeated ding, Jason ding, 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 in ding. fantasy football. Wow. Damn. Uh, now I that know. means I go three and zero this week. Emily's one and two. Spinny's two and one. Um, sorry, Emily, you're one and three. Uh, Matt, the big loser, zero oh and three. We're gonna come back and we're gonna punish some buns. A little bit of spanking. Father. Matt lost the sports bet this week. Pretty incredibly, zero oh and three. He picked Alabama over Texas. Didn't go with the spread for UTSA. Thought Jason Dick would beat me in fantasy football. And now it's time to drop a Plinko chip. Uh, Matt, can you tell us what is on the board? And I'll tell you what those punishments mean. We have eight punishments, by the way. One Plinko chip. Um, We'll give Matt the option to drop two, and you can vote on it if you want. Uh, Tell us what's on the board, Matt. Condom gum. That's where you have to chew a condom-like gum and then blow a bubble with it. So it's not just chewing it. you got to try to blow... Oh, my God. Haka hot dog. Haka hot dog. Haka. We all know that one. Yes, yes. Classic, of course. Balls to buns. Yes, that is uh, punt, pass, kick, uh, balls to Matt's buns. Uh, The buzzed boys. Uh, You're going to get your head shaven or something shaven into your hair somewhere on your body. Firing squad goals. Uh, We're going to take gel blasters and shoot you. Uh, the tummy hum. You're going to hum a song into Spencer's tummy, and he's going to have to guess what it is. Hawk two hot dogs. Uh, two hot dogs will be hawked at you, and you're going to have to catch them in your mouths. Adult diaper for a day. You're going to have to wear just that, an adult, an adult diaper, diaper for, the for day. a day. Uh, I was How at, am I supposed to wear two adult diapers at the same time? <laughs> and not just Extra you have protection. To, you have to wear it the entire day, and when you come into the show the next day, I want to inspect it, and I want to see that it's been used. <laughs> no. All right, so there's no Ew. cheating here. We won't have to wait 24 hours for it to be used. Fair enough. Let's drop some Plinko chips and see. Matt, do you want to do one or two? You want to make it two to have some votes? Sure. Why not? We'll give them some options here. I'll drop them separately in two different locations, okay? And let's drop them. Let's get it going. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Uh, Adult diaper and Hakka hot dog. Hakka hot dog, always a studio fan favorite. Um, Adult diaper for a day. Kind of like that one. Kind of like that one. But it's up to you to vote now at CJ Morgan Show. Should Matt hawk some hot dogs or have to get a those adult diapers? By the way, I was at Target this weekend picking expensive? up. Very expensive. Not just very expensive, but 
they're really working on their branding. It's not like a sad old man that's like, I pooped. <laughs> but they're like, people, they're people out having they're fun. Like, yeah. and they're like, doing like, yoga. Look at me. Jazzercising. We're having it's, a great time in these. And they're they're like right there where the line for everyone at the CVS pharmacy is. So they're not like kind of hidden. Like the condoms and other things. They're, oh, they're, they're proudly up front. Oh, you're not allowed to have any kind of pride as you get older. Also, uh, I'm going to say I'm one of those hippie carob feeding type family, so my diapers are just cloth that I rewash, so I'm going to make Matt a diaper. Ooh, you get a big, large size uh, safety pin to put in there, too? Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the adult diaper, you, you, you just wear that, no pants. Okay, Matt, you cool you with that? You cannot add up thing. things. Thank you. Thank you Emily, for coming Emily, thank you, Emily. I, I don't wish this upon Matt. Uh, or our eyes. But there you go. Vote <laughs> at CJ Morgan Show. Are we going to hawk a hot dog or is Matt going to wear an adult diaper? Emily did it. She made an outfit. She went to San Japan and survived. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. Yeah. Now, Emily, an anime convention is supposed to be something fun. It is. And relaxing, but you were rushing to get your outfit finished. You were uh, worried about staying with another couple. Yeah. It, it was, was stressful. A lot. There's drama all the time. How did it go, your convention? Your outfit looked great. Thank you. You uh, had friends there. You ran <laughs> yes. into listeners. Tell us about, is it San Japan or Sam? San, S-A-N. As in without San. Japan. San Japan. Like San Antonio where it was Yes, set. where it was That at. makes sense. I yes. thought it was in Dallas. You're okay. welcome. Uh-huh. Yeah, San Japan. This is arguably my favorite con of Texas. I've been there, uh, oh gosh, I guess I've been going to San Japan for over five years, maybe, maybe close to eight. Um, yeah, which is crazy. That's how long I've been a nerd publicly and got out and met other nerds but it was great it was really stressful trying to get there mainly because my mom came into town to help me with my costume and she turns out sometimes that extra hands just in the way a little bit right yeah long story short my poor mom got a little stressed and i kind of had to redo my entire costume alone but in she doesn't two know days. she knows she knows now oh she yeah, knows she's listening she, Never mind. She, sorry, she mom. Knows. sorry mom sorry mommily but it turned out to be okay um i i didn't get to do any of the friday convention because i was still rushing to finish my costume you stayed up all night <laughs> i stayed up all night it was crazy but Saturday was such an amazing day. Uh, staying with a couple ended up working out really, really yeah, well. That was one of the things you were really worried about yeah. is sharing a hotel room with someone you don't know super well. And they were the ones that paid for the room. Right. It was in their yes. name. Yes. So if they wanted to invite party gears back to the hotel. Yeah. They yeah. If they wanted to get a little silly, you were, oh, yeah. you were along right. for the ride. I was along for the ride. I had now, to stay up and everything. Quick question. Did you all exchange any kisses or perhaps partners? Oh. Yeah, did you do um, some swapping? That's what y'all do yeah, at these conventions, that's right? That's how I got COVID, actually. Ah, no, I'm we just knew kidding. It. I'm just kidding. Damn it, Emily. No, I did not. But I will say, um, <clears throat> without going into detail, bathrooms are very handy for during ki- for uh, during times where you're a couple staying with another couple. To yeah. get away and have a... 
have another a fun environment with which to take a, a bath. A do- now, when you go <laughs> to these Together. conventions, because you always dress up and you put a lot of effort into yeah. it, do people want to take photos with you? Yes, yes. And this time around, I cosplayed as a character named Bloom from a show called Winx Club that I watched growing up. Yeah, yeah, of course. So it brought, it's okay. It's it's definitely not your demographic. <laughs> no, um, my my sister went and she had heard of Winx too. So I guess it's y'all's. Yeah, it's general. all of us. Young ladies and saw winks. It was really adorable because I was walking around, and you know, this was after staying up nights and nights working on this, just stressed out about this outfit. And I was walking around, and people were coming up to me like, "Oh my gosh, nostalgia! I loved Wings Club. That was my favorite show as a kid. Can I please take your picture?" And it was so cute because we all, you know, it's not a it's not a newer show. It's kind of old, so it's nice to know that. There are other people when you're, out there like me. When yeah. you're a little deeper of a character, we can't just all go Zini Yasha. Everyone's going to yeah, know that well, right away. I was going to say, yeah. Emily, anytime I hear someone say, ah, I listen to radio, we really, really love it. That's how I feel. I'm like, yes. oh, it's so old, but people still remember. People still remember. And what was also <laughs> cute, too, is this was the first time that I brought my boyfriend to a big anime convention. He went to a smaller one uh, called A-Fest in Dallas with me, but this is like, this is big boy. This is this is serious Legit stuff. Con. Yeah. And he had a blast. He didn't cosplay on Saturday, and so he cosplayed instead as my uh, quote-unquote, I like to call him my handler or my helper. Because like you had a manager, yeah, 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 <laughs> actually, yeah. because I was dressed he's, up in he's these people tall stand heels. back behind a line. He's yes. like, pictures, okay, okay, over Fake there, over there. I it. had my tall <laughs> heels. I had these giant wings that needed to be adjusted every now and then. I had uh, things that ne- I needed him to carry. I had my phone, and if somebody wanted a picture, I'd be like, "Hey, can you hold my phone while this person takes a picture with me?" And he was amazing. By the end of the con, my feet hurt so badly that he just carried my shoes around, and we took my wings off and he carried my shoes and my wings so i looked a little goofy by that point so he's very helpful he was very helpful he let you kiss him while you were in the costume he did and i didn't give him covid so that was my prize to him what could i dress and go as if i attend one of these what's a good thing for me to do um not your armor you always talk about your armor but i'm gonna say not your armor i was gonna say if you had armor maybe get some like japanese Inspired armor, Ooh, some samurai. Okay. Yeah, you or, do need to check the rules though, because there are certain things that you can and cannot bring. Weapon, actual weapons. Yeah, actual weapons. Uh, but what's fun about going to an anime convention is you can have multiple looks. So you can dress up Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Or if you're like me, dress up Friday, Saturday, and then Saturday night when you go to the anime rave, you have a whole other sexy anime rave outfit. I don't want to be sexy. I want to be dumb. I think I'm going to go as uh, those giant like humans with the really big heads that eat the other people. That are, are you talking about the Titans from yeah. Attack on Titan? Oh, yeah, the I'm Titans gonna, from Attack on Titan. That's, yeah. that's what I would go as. That just, would be funny. I'd make a giant head. Or just walk around <laughs> nude. Naked? Yeah. yeah. But, like, have no, well, no, you no gender. Make, like, you gotta no. make, like, a little diorama of, like, a city to carry with you so it looks uh, like you're little, a giant. little, like, Lego mints. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. start, oh, and you could make, like, cookies that look like people and start eating them. And then just have them fall out of my mouth. That's that's what I'm doing. It's gotta be gross and weird. Thank you for helping me, Emily. You're welcome. Let's put this together for the next one. It's the CJ Morgan Show. X. The actual side effects of Emily's COVID, uh, it's it's too, TBD, too short to determine your long COVID. 
What's going to happen oh, there? Wait. We long don't COVID? know yet. Oh, no. I'm not ready for that one. But how was being trapped in your room for a week? <sighs> well, luckily, I wasn't trapped in my room. Um, my roommate, roommate had it. also had COVID, but we got it from two different places. So she was in Dallas the weekend that she got she COVID. She had Dallas COVID. You had San Antonio COVID. I had San Antonio COVID. COVID. Well, it's not the same. No, it's not same. the same. But we both tested negative, so that's why I'm here today, and we're all good. Um, but so I don't know some of my side effects we had uh, that was kind of strange. I had pink eye the first day. I did too. Yeah, I've heard that's a bit more common than you realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I had like weird eye irritation, and that's when I woke up and was like, "Ooh, I should take a test." And then that's when I became positive for COVID. Another one too. I had my teeth ached. I don't know why. Like most of my body didn't ache the last time I had COVID. Huh. I had like body aches, but it was mainly my teeth. Weird. Do you think you were grinding them or no, something? No, because no, I was sleeping with my mouth open yeah, that's at what night. I do. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And so it was really strange. And then I guess the biggest the side, effect. side effect that I had when experiencing COVID this time was online shopping. It's, it'll get wow. you, Emily. It will get you. As you have bored. Yeah. You're stuck at home. You're just you just think about how great it would be if you were anywhere else but where you are in that position, which is at home in your pajamas, really sick and can't move. Oof. So I did an incredible amount of online. Okay, incredible amount for me of online shopping because I just had nothing else to do. So I was like, let me just buy and reminisce on all of these things that I want, even though because I kept justifying it by saying, since I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. I'm not spending, spending money. money. So uh, then I have money to then spend online. Because there's not a lot else you can do. Spencer and I have talked about it. It's hard to play video games because if you're feeling yes. sick, right. it makes yeah. your eyes hurt. Well, I want to just yeah. sleep and nap. And I'm like, I really want to play this game, but I can't. And no, then also, no, no. I, I got the new Zelda like the week later, right when I got COVID. And even that, after like a day, I'm like, I'm just kind of bored still. Not right? the game, but it's like... It's only so much time. It's you can a lot dedicate. of restlessness. It is it's so I, boring. So shopping uh, that seems perfect because you're also getting those endorphins from <laughs> from buying things. Yeah, Plus you're exploring whatever you could be purchasing online. Oh, I won't get that one. And with the beauty and dangers of Amazon.com, things show up very quickly. So, for example, Ugh, yeah. Um, I went on a little shopping spree for my new car because that's what you do. You get into a new car and you're like, ooh, let me organize it. it? No, I got, this is even more exciting, very big adult purchase. I bought a trunk organizer. So it's this like extendable little organizer thing where you can put all the stuff that you would put. For your camping. No, no, not for my camping. It's just, you know, whenever you just have random stuff in your trunk that you always keep there. Like I keep a a blanket for going picnicking. I keep some like extra, you know, if something happens to my pants kind of things. Okay, so I'm looking. Or like jumper cables, stuff like that, right? I'm looking at car trunk organizers and these just, these look way nicer than I guess I was picturing. Yeah. They're just like a little crate with different oh, sections. Oh, depending on what you got. Yeah, little yeah. sections of crates. Yeah, so. and, and Emily, so I, I got want you one. to get this. What is this? Oh, it's, a, uh, it's a bumper. It's a cattle guard. You put it on the front of your car so when you're doing wilderness stuff, it looks cool and you can put little lights on it. Maybe get a winch. <laughs> a winch? Yeah, take your, I want you to sue out your Subaru. A winch would be pretty cool, It's actually. already pretty, pretty decked out. <laughs> but it's like in your car handle, the uh, winch. <laughs> so I got that, and I ordered it, I think, 
the, basically, it showed up the exact same day I ordered it. I ordered it in the morning, and it showed up late afternoon, yes. which was insane. But it was so, it, it just gave me those endorphins that I needed during COVID. Like, I need to buy more. I was like, it's there. Well, you get to bring it into your place, yes. and you unbox it, quote unquote. And then the other silly mm. purchase that I made, uh, I posted this on my Instagram a couple of days ago. <laughs> so I have an iPad, right? And I don't have a TV in my room. I don't have a room. I don't like TVs in my room. But it's so, oh, sometimes it's so tiring to lay in bed and hold your you iPad. So I got a, a mount at, that attaches to my headboard, and then I just <laughs> stick my That's iPad right. on it. Wow. And I can lay in bed with this arm that has my iPad. And I told myself, if I'm going to buy this gift at any time, it's going to be when I'm sick. And so I got sick. You know what? And I pot it. You deserved it. Uh, you. Spencer and I, we didn't get a shop. Our COVID side effects were Spencer got dumber. <laughs> and, uh, that's true. And I can't taste Whataburger spicy ketchup. No. no. So that's, it sucked for us. I guess it was good for you. An Austin crane climber is down safely after giving the city quite a bit of a scare early this morning. Uh, downtown Austin, you see the cranes everywhere. They're part of our skyline. They should be on the t-shirts. <laughs> They're this, part of our city. much as guitars or bats or whatever else you would put on an Austin shirt. Uh, that should go Stevie there. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Stevie Move Ra- over. Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, bats, guitars, real estate agents, and cranes. Yep. That yep. is the Austin uh, t-shirt oh, right and there. and tacos. Uh, but, yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> but a man was up on a crane for hours. It caused traffic to shut down. And let's go to KVU now to find out if they're okay. After hours of struggling up on that crane, the EMS team tells us they were finally able to get that man down. They say this started as a psychiatric call at around 4 o'clock this morning that a person had climbed all the way up to a crane here on this construction site on Guadalupe and 6th Street. And the traffic was shut down here in the area as they worked for hours to get this person down. They brought him down a little bit and then they got him in a basket attached to the crane and that that then lowered them down. But I did ask the EMS commander what took so long and she had this to say. Uh, He was on a crane. That's what took so long. Dang it. Uh, We'll get to that part in just a second. But I just want to say that those cranes, if you've ever had to climb one of those or those, uh, not the windmills, but the the giant electric uh, wind turbines, Mm -hmm. it's not an easy climb. And a lot of times, maybe not on all the construction cranes, but I've done the wind turbines and you have essentially a, a counterweight that you attach to. And so it takes some of your body weight away from you. Uh, that's not an easy task. That's no. terrifying. If no, no, this no. <laughs> was a mental health crisis, which, uh, you know, maybe we've all had, I know I have, sometimes once you expel the energy, you then get over whatever in a little bit. But, mm-hmm. man, then imagine being stuck on, on top the top of, crane. Yeah. of one of those cranes, which are often taller than, uh, like, than uh, skyscrapers like, way up uh, there. I'm not as sad anymore, you're like, but I'm too tired to climb down. And I'm oh, very no. far <laughs> up, and I don't I don't know what to do. Um, that's kind of how I felt. Well, not really. My mentals were totally okay at this point. But um, I did the, uh, what is it, where you walked down the building for charity. I oh, that you did that a couple of years uh, ago. Yes. Repelling. For the yes. station. Yes. yes, I repelled um, for the station last year. And I remember <laughs> we were at the W and we repelled down. And I remember being like, oh, this is terrifying when we first went down. And then I was like, yay, this is fun. 
And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, when can I get down now? Because it's like a 30 minute, 20 to 30 minute climb down the W. And so I'm just hanging off of the W like, all right, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm happy we supported charity, but. Repel faster. That's I'm what you okay. do. Lay on, bitch. <sighs> just kick out. Uh, why did it take so long? Well, you might expect it's it's frightening. Some of the difficulties and struggles that we've had, not only being that it's a crane and over 400 feet in the air, um, that's scary for anybody. So getting a patient down out of there, keeping them calm is always going to be a challenge. Since this was an EMS call, they say that this man will be taken to the hospital for treatment afterwards. And that's all we know so far. It was a, uh, a emergency EMS call. They climbed a crane. Uh, they shut down traffic. They kind of cut off the block, took a while to get him down. And if heights aren't frightening enough, guess what? Uh, there's a new story over at another station, KXAN, about the Texas toe biter. If oh, you've seen yeah. this beetle cockroach-looking bug that kind of has these, like, scary claws out front. They look like crab claws. Like, they do. It's, yeah. It looks like a little uh, crab bug, and guess what? Yeah, they can pinch you. They can bite you. But don't worry. They're not bad for you. It looks prehistoric. This looks like something that would be in, like, a science museum next to the dinosaurs. <laughs> and furthermore, they want to stay away from you just as much as you want to stay away from them. Is that true? Uh, they can, yeah, they'll use their things to get away from you. They don't want to be messed with necessarily. I mean, it's they're scary, like... it's freaky, but most importantly, <laughs> uh, the person that they talked to over at KXAN from uh, Texas A&M University says that uh, they don't carry viruses they don't or they don't vector disease and they don't suck blood so you don't have to worry about them so if they get you there the point of them why were they created uh to scare you they're Emily. bugs what's the point of any bugs they're just bugs they bugs do, do things little, little bug things oh. little bug things and last but not least when it comes to the local news it's going to rain or is when? it or is it i don't know we don't believe it but the chances are increasing as this week continues to uh, go on uh, they say that we might have a little bit scattered throughout the hill country. And as it gets closer into the weekend, spotty storms are going to start popping in again. Yeah. And we might actually get, along with the cold front, high of 88 on Saturday. We might get a little beautiful. bit of rain. And if Man, you've ever I'm wondered excited. about the joke of the Austin rain dome, why it doesn't rain in Austin, it's not just because of the concrete in the city or a uh, Native American burial ground, as some have said. It's actually the geography of Austin. Is There's a reason why clouds and storms break up. But there you go. Might, might, might have some rain by the end of the week. But we probably won't. Did you know? In 2018, the town of Mayo uh, temporarily changed its name to Miracle Whip. They did this as a promotion with Kraft. Congratulations, Mayo, Florida. Take and make that money, or should I say Miracle Whip, Florida. Uh, it's Did You Know, where we find facts like that. We verify and vet them that they're true. Uh, uh, actually, sorry to interrupt you, but... We do not vet them or verify them. We just fling them out there because that's what we do. It's got to be true. And uh, you know it is by saying, did you know? Matt, give us an example, please. Okay. Did you know? Did I know? Uh, the Roman Emperor Julius Caesar's last word were not et tu Brutus. Brutus. They uh, were actually, you to my child. Uh, oh, that's a good, good song. Yeah, he foresaw the Joshua Tree album. That no, joke? not you too. No, no, you too, as in you also, my child. Um, did you know that Brutus, who was one of the, but was actually his adoptive son? 
I thought he might have had a like, could have sort of been his. Uh, uh, what's the term for a bastard? I'm just trying to find an appropriate way to say a it. bastard. But, you know, yeah. illegitimate child. <laughs> but also, it wasn't that it wasn't that abnormal uh, for elder you know statesmen in Rome to adopt a bunch of like. Can I just say something to you? Yeah. No child. Every child is legitimate. Thank That's you. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Woke, dude. Yeah, come on. Um, man. Cool. Uh, cool. Emily, what do you know? Did you know? Do we know? That the Tetris tune is actually a 150-year-old Russian folk song. It slaps. Yeah. It's called, uh, I'm going to completely mispronounce this because I don't know how to speak Russian, Korobiniki. Korobiniki. Um, And it's a poem. It was based on a poem, but the song basically talks about a peddler who was a Korbiniki. Um, and he offers, he finds this peasant girl named Katya one night in a field of rye, and he offers her some of his wares as gifts. And he, as gifts, and he stacks some bricks in exchange for a kiss and, mm. as implied, sexual favors. Nice. She rejects all but one of his gifts, which is a turquoise ring, and then basically is like, "Hey, you got to put on a, a ring on it before anything happens." And so uh, then he says that when he returns from selling his wares at the market the next. Next day, he's going to come back and wed her. And then that's what made the Tetris tune. So, yeah, that's uh, very interesting. Um, now, and every time, time you that play you stack th- bricks, are you going to make any Yeah, think yeah. of a girl that uh, basically got forced into hooking up with the dude because he gave her stuff. It's like, well, I'll give you this. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. Oh, goodness. Did you know? You guys heard of this fish salmon, right? It Seen this? You heard of this? It swims in rivers. It does all types of silly fish things. Did you know that salmon hey. caught in Seattle has been found to contain cocaine? Antidepressants and pain relievers. Can I say why that's good? Is that salmon gets served at a lot of brunches, and I think that all three of those chemicals actually are part of brunch. You need a bit of a wake up. Um, Listen, man, if you're don't flush prescriptions down the toilet. There's a way to get rid of them, but cocaine, just save it. Don't get rid of that. Also, couldn't they just give any of it to you? Very true. Honestly, I think this, Spencer, I, I doubt this has more facts, as is tradition with this, but I'm pretty sure it's just people, the byproduct being flushed out of their system and getting into the water table. It's not because people throw oh. away or flushing pills, oh, but I have, I have no idea, but you also don't know what those salmon are getting up yeah, to. Yeah, why, why couldn't it just be that the salmon are partiers? Yeah. They might be. They what change. Do you think, That's what do you they think get they're swimming up river. They're going to get some drugs. I will so, say. Why do this, you think salmon's so expensive to buy at the grocery store? Because it's got blow in it. Yes. Right. Yes. Uh, here's our last one hey, for today. It also had uh, antidepressants in it, and you got to yeah. take a lot of antidepressants when your parents aren't around. Aww. And salmon spawn, and then they die right away. So, you know, you grow up without your parents, might need some antidepressants. That's really sad, Matt. I'm sorry to bring well, it full did circle. Did you know? Oh. Uh, did you know? Jackie Chan. Yeah, Chan. Chan. He's our man. That's it. That's where I'm leaving it. I just just like that. Did I know? I knew. All your AI art are belong to us. (laughs) Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Matt Bearden's here, back on the CJ Morgan Show, to kind of let us know 
which it might be. You guys using Midjourney or Dolly or any of the stuff to create your own AI art? For five minutes, one week. It yeah. was really fun. It was it really was. hot. And then yep. I got bored with it. Well, here's a great thing. Um, you can just let other people create AI art and then you can take it and use it all you want to. Uh, the courts, the federal courts have now weighed in and said, you cannot copyright your AI art. <laughs> I can believe that. Because AI art's already kind of borrowing and grabbing and... Yeah, uh, people were arguing and they were saying, hey, you have to adapt copyright law to the modern times. And But the federal courts have now weighed in and they've said, uh, yeah, you, you can say that all you want. Here's what we're going to tell you is that it, you, we're only going to really protect human and human-created art. Now, some people say, oh. but you still have to use input a human to give code. an input. And they uh -huh. said... Yeah, it doesn't matter. We've decided that right now, at this juncture, you cannot copyright the art that you are outputting um, through Midjourney or any of these other things, which might actually be good because you get into that situation where you try to copyright it and then Midjourney says, well, no, actually our algorithm owns the copyright and you only own the copyright to the price. It gets very complicated. Very yeah, geez. And it also ties in a lot with what's happening with the strike out in Hollywood right yeah. now. I think some people are kind of trying to uh, pump the brakes a little bit on this and say, we have to, this is going very quickly, and we have to figure out exactly how human, humans, I called them humans, and that will be in the future, <laughs> uh, how humans fit into a whole new post-AI world. Uh, on that note, uh, like Grant, the Grammys just weighed in. Bro, and I they just said, want to be in a TI world. You know what I'm saying? He's a rapper. Go yes. ahead. Yes. You brought up Grammys. It was a good joke. It worked. Did it? Someone laughed. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> Didn't he do the whatever you like song? You could have whatever you like, CJ. Was that him or was it the Yin Yang Twins, Emily? No one knows for sure. Hmm. Uh, AI would know. Uh, the Grammys have sided with the federal courts. They said only human musicians are eligible for Grammys. So That's right. In this coming oh, year, good. you can create all the music you want to using AI, but you will not be able to win a Grammy. Now, here's the other thing. You might have a hit song on TikTok, and you might make a bazillion dollars, but you won't have a Grammy. Um, <laughs> you That's know what? what matters. If sure. I make a bazillion dollars, I really don't care about your Grammy. <laughs> exactly. and That's okay. I don't need your MTV Moon I'll Man. I'll 3D print my own Grammy and put it on my shelf. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to stop anybody, really. But I mean, it is kind of a happy mid-ground. Hey, we're going to give awards out to human creators only. Uh, we're not trying to weigh down and say you can't cr create. But you know who this makes mad is the guitar guy that's like, kids these days, they just make the music on the computers and the bloops and bleeps and blops when I drummed. It's going to piss those guys off because they don't count producers and DJs as musicians when they don't realize all their favorite bands and Phil Spector and the Wall of Sound back in the 60s and 70s were doing insane things in the studio with technology to make the sound that they so love. It wasn't live. It wasn't natural. It's been robots the whole time, man. You think you, you think I'm lying, Phil Spector? It wasn't even real. Think he we have he the, didn't kill his wife. That was the CIA you, setup. Did you come into work high yeah. today? Because <laughs> the, the TI like he's he's not right right now, is he? I don't know. Has the AI taken over? AI is this AI CJ we're it's talking to? AIJ AI. is my name. <laughs> um, by the way, AIJing is what he does a whole lot of when he's at home. Oh man. Oh, that's, oh, man. that's how I got that sty. Yeah. <laughs> the top 10 most annoying NFL fan bases in the world. And guess what? It's not the Eagles. 
But that doesn't surprise me. The internet, that thing's still around. How do other people make money on the internet? We'd have to put something up on the internet that everyone would find fascinating. Wait, I've got it. Computer load up, celery man, please. Yes. Welcome to Clickbait Corner, where we click through the list of internet things so you don't have to. Gambling.com compiled data. Very, I'm sure. I mean, well, if it's a gambling web- website, I'm sure they actually Do you oh, have data? They, they yeah. actually <laughs> Probably. trade in that uh, very thing. They did a list of the most annoying fan bases in the NFL, and we've got the top 10, which we're going to roll through, starting at number 10. The Baltimore Ravens. I have no idea why or why not. Uh, doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but these next two, number nine and number eight, certainly do. The New York Giants and the New York Jets. Because any New Yorker fan is just kind of a over-the-top, boisterous a-hole. I'm walking here. Uh, walking here. To begin with. Here. But the Giants fans are especially the worst because they won a couple of Super Bowls with Eli Manning that they had no business winning. It's frustrating. It's annoying that these cocky a-holes and their bad team... Get a win, a, get a win, a couple Super Bowls against better opponents. It's is just this, dumb and frustrating. Wait, I might be going crazy, but is this the team where all the fans will go out and hang out in the snow? And we'll then, get to that one. Uh, Don't worry, that's coming the up. The tables. Okay. Uh, number seven, Chicago Bears fans. Uh, the I Bears. Kind of just feel sorry for them. Number six, <laughs> Cincinnati Bengals fans, and I'm guessing a lot of that is because of their new quarterback, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase being there. There's a lot of attitude and swag. I don't hate it because that's a franchise that's kind of needed a kick in the pants. I almost feel sorry for any city that's in the Rust Belt. And maybe I shouldn't because my fiance was talking about moving to Pittsburgh. And I was like, no, I never want to move to the East Coast. And I never, ever want to live anywhere in the Rust Belt. Ever. Mm. Ever. Like there's in in Pennsylvania, there's a mine that's still just burning, just a coal mine. Hell yeah, just on fire. But they got Philly cheesesteaks nearby. Ooh, they do. Yeah, you gotta gotta think of the positives. I don't think so, man. I never (laughs) ever, unless it's like Vermont. Or New Hampshire. That sounds, sounds beautiful. Yeah, that's like the the angriest the person there is Bernie Sanders, and yeah. that's it. Yeah. Do you want to hear my Bernie Sanders yes. impression? The top 10% of the 10%. Uh, it's not what it used to be. I need to work on it. Uh, you should do your okay. uh, practice your Larry David. You'll be good. Uh, yes. <laughs> Number five, the uh, Green Bay Packers. Oh, what about my cheese heads? <laughs> See, the Green Bay Packers fans can be a little annoying because they own the team, but also there's just, there's an air of greatness with mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers and their fans that go back to winning Super Bowl 1 and 2 that since then sure they've won two more Super Bowls you know with uh, Aaron Rodgers recently with uh, I was about to say Bart Starr that was their initial quarterback with uh, Brett Favre and it's just like the Green Bay Packers act like how you would expect the New England Patriots fans to act they are the greatest NFL team ever the Patriots sorry that's Tom Brady, Belichick, sure, but Green Bay acts like they're that. And it's like, no, man, you've, in this 50 years of the NFL, what, four Super Bowls? But you act like you're the best. You act like you expect to win it every year. Sure, you should with your fans, but there's just an element of eh, smugness to them. You don't even have a cool logo. It's just a G. It's a yeah, but it's G. a green G. Green's my favorite color. Well, the green and yellow, kind of weird looking mix. Uh, number four, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs fans. I don't know. That might just be because of recent success in Mahomes. Any team that is hot right now 
has that. Yeah, because everyone jumps on the bandwagon. Sure. Just like in every soccer stadium nowadays, you're going to see people wearing messy gear, even if they're not playing inner Miami. Just how it works. Uh, here you go, Emily. Number three, Buffalo Bills fans. Yeah, they're Wait, loud. Me? They're angry. They're brash. They're the ones that have the tailgates where they oh, dive off of buses onto on tables. tables. Dude, they're in- insane. I don't think insane. they're annoying. I think they're insane. And I think Buffalo Bills fans are great for the NFL, especially now that they're, yeah. they're they have a chance again. Let me tell you a little tragic story about the Buffalo Bills, Emily. Hmm. They went to the Super Bowl four years in a row. Wow, four years in a row. The peak, the title, the mountain, the top. Uh, lost twice, once because of a kicker missing a field goal. Uh, they lost to the NFC East every time. They, wa- they lost to the Giants. They lost to the Redskins. Rest in peace. You can't say that name anymore. And then two years in a row, they ran into the buzzsaw that was the best team ever in football, the Dallas Cowboys. 0-4 in the Super Bowl. Wow. The poor Buffalo Bills. So I actually don't think their fans are annoying. I think their fans are dedicated and I great. I think their They're fans have rad. really good health insurance. They can <laughs> keep doing that every year. <laughs> Number two on the list, uh, Philadelphia Eagles fans. They are mean. Those are the they best. They will fight you. Those they are the battery chuckers. No, yeah, no, they're throwing those, those. I think that was a Phillies game, but still, Philadelphia fans are known known to be some of the most brutal. Uh, I think seeing some of the interactions on It's Sunny in Philadelphia kind of <laughs> made it more entertaining. <laughs> uh, that was kind of how the clickbait was set up it was like it should be Eagles fans they're the most annoying right but no Dallas Cowboys fans and yes uh, I agree we are the most annoying I'm more of the pessimistic asshat when it comes to fandom but Dallas Cowboys fans have that same thing Green Bay fans you won a couple of Super Bowls and now you think you're the best franchise ever sure you make a lot of money but Go try to attend a Dallas Cowboys game. Parking alone will bankrupt you. But at the same time, they have an entire city that's just dedicated to their team. Annoying jerk fans that think they're the best and they're going to win. You know what, Dallas? You can act like this when you win a Super Bowl. Win another Super Bowl. Also, uh, don't put Romo on the bench and leave him out when Dak Prescott's playing like crap and can't throw over 10 yards. Put, put, Put in Romo. Put Romo back in. All right? Yeah. You know what happens? Yeah. They beat the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs that year. They go on to the NFC title game, and they're probably going to lose there. Uh, but you, they should have put Romo back in. Dallas Cowboys fans, you are the most annoying. I'm sorry to say it. Earlier today, Emily, you talked about shopping as your side effect of COVID, your unintended consequence. And right away, I went to uh, I went to Amazon, and I bought two things. While I was talking? Yeah, while you were doing this segment. Oh. I can't Man, help it. That's, uh, it's, that's it's, what I didn't want to happen. addicted, but it's things we need. Yeah. Well, it's things that we tell ourselves that we need. This is more of a PSA, okay? Okay, fine. But, yeah, when I was sick, um, I had nothing better to do but reminisce and just think about all of the things that I could own. And I just got a new car, so I was buying things for my new car as well as buying stuff for my iPad, uh, because that's kind of new, too. I inherited that from my dead grandma. We don't have to go into that one. But some other things that I have decided or put on my wish list um, for my car, I, I kind of want to bring up to you, you spruce two. it up. Yeah, uh, I want to bring up to said, you, too. I want you to get a grill guard. I'm already looking no, at grill guards for my car. Yeah. No. The cattle guards are the real big ones. No, no, no. These are more important things, like including... <clears throat> For $8.99, guys, I can buy a six-piece daisy flower air vent clip 
and it's basically a decor item where I can clip these adorable little daisies onto my air vent to make it really cute inside for eight ninety nine. Okay. Yes. For $8.99. No. That's cheap enough. Now I get to pitch one to you that I also want to buy okay. myself. A camera, an in-car camera. Inside the car. Yeah, and you do, you know all those crazy Russian videos of wrecks? Yeah. You basically just record when you're driving, oh, just in wait, case something wait. happens. It, it, it shoots the road. It shoots the road, yeah, yes. Yeah, I thought you meant for well, the inside for your passengers. No, I mean, uh, if you wanted to. <laughs> I mean, Uber drivers use that to protect themselves from path. You know what I mean? But yeah. uh, just one of those. I don't know why. I feel like that's a good idea. But it's also something that people might try to steal. You know what's funny? I have a good story about that. Um, I had my friend's dad had like a really nice car and he had one of those. They had to take his car into the shop for something. And a couple months later, he was bored and was like, oh, I'm going to look through all of my videos on the on the car cam because I, I don't know. I have nothing else to do. He's just a dad. And he found that the mechanic that he took it to decided to take his car out for a joyride. And like it shows you on the camera how fast you're going. And so But was it something the mechanic was fixing to where no. Joyride was warranted? Nope. Oh, no. And so he had to, he like reported it to the place. Because the guy was like taking his car to some random spot and driving like hundred miles an hour. What's down crazy the road. about that car is it was a two thousand four Camry. It, it wasn't like a V8 Mustang or something. It was just a run That's of the mill. we should all get a camera in our cars. Car. Oh, what else are you going to buy for the Scubaroo? Okay, uh, this one is incredibly useful. Does this ever happen to you? You're driving, you make a sharp turn, and all of your purse that was sitting in the passenger seat just dumps out into the floor, uh, and you're like, you dang it. You don't safety belt up your purse like a, no. a, a wonderful person That's would do? That's weird. That's You're strange. getting a new Dulce Gabbana bag. No. Okay, good. I can get a car seat headdress hook, four-pack hanger, universal vehicle car storage organizer. Uh, basically, it's these clips that go onto the back of your headrest oh. so that you can hang your purse oh, and so that it won't fall over when I'm recklessly driving. Okay, but the seatbelt's too expensive. Six ninety nine for four. Can you put it over the headrest itself? Not really. Uh, Not okay. really. I don't want to damage my brand new headrest. Do you, your purse not have like a zipper? All right. The zip up? <laughs> <laughs> now let's I have trade. too much stuff in it, Spencer. Emily, I want you for your Subaru to, you already have a luggage rack, so yes. why not get those KC lights up top? The what? The lights. The the roll cage that has like the two lights on it. Yeah, with oh those smiley gosh. faces on them. Yeah. Do they ever go hunting or something? No, but you go what camping. What do you use them for? For Lighting up things. For style. Like, lighting up what? The road? I already have headlights, I thought, for that. Well, it's a, it's for when you're off-roading and stuff that you would use these. But Oh, I, yeah, yeah. See, look oh, at that. I see. Look at those lights right there. Oh, okay. I mean, that's definitely an off-road vehicle, but there yeah, look at that. CJ, why aren't you doing this to your new truck that you got yeah, recently? Yeah, why don't you go off-roading on your truck? Because it's because then it looks, it just makes me look douchey. But with a, on a Subaru, it's funny because it's like, why I'm would like, you have all this on a Subaru? And it's funny, too, because I'm just like this adorable 25-year-old girl with split-dye hair that comes out and has this, like, <laughs> totally suited-up uh, Subaru. Yeah, we're going to deck out your Subaru. You're going to come out. You're going to leave work every day, and I'm going to have added something to it. Uh, last <laughs> thing. it's free. Not your purchases. You came up with the name, right? I did come up with the name. What did you name her? Um, so... I didn't take anybody's advice. Daphne. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Um, instead, I decided to name her into a hymn 
And his name is based off of a character from one of my favorite childhood shows, Avatar The Last Airbender. And I named my car Appa. Okay. Have you seen Appa? I've seen Oppenheimer, and that's uh, what I'm no, going to say it's no, named no, after. No, 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 no. Appa so is a go. giant Emily, bison, and they're the same color, Emily CJ. names her car after uh, the inventor of one of the, the lead scientists. <laughs> no. I have become death. That is your car. I'm going to get you that sticker. <laughs> no. There you go. No. He may not be the first wannabe comedian in Austin, but he is the finest. The CJ Morgan Show on 101X.